I guess I should type it in the chat. Unexplainable issues. Who knows, buddy? It could be Discord. Somebody talk, please. What about now? Hey. Howdy. Michael and I were just talking about how we both had to reset all of our Discord settings (laughs) as you were logging in and then complaining about how nothing was working. We're like... Yeah, that was both of us ten seconds ago. Yeah, just uh, and you sound like your microphone got reset too. It's kind of clipping. Hmm. Um. In which way? Clipping like you, the top end is uh, maybe the gain is too high on the Windows side. Maybe it got reset. Okay, I can turn that down. I think I had a We Were Gamers moment, gentlemen. Hello and welcome to We Were Gamers episode 313. Back to my favorite thing, palindromic numbers. Uh, 313. 343 is the company. Oh, that'll be an exciting one to hit. Hello, JJ. Oh, hello. Hello, Michael. How you doing? Uh, we Were Gamers is official on this because both of you are going to tell me uh, back in your, I don't know, even like your 20s, if you had some free time, you just find a game to play, right? You just be like, mm, I got a handheld here. I've got a PC. I got, I've got 25 minutes. I'm going to boot up a game. And uh, with a game within reach of me today, it was just like, nah, you know what I could do? I could just close my eyes for a minute and take a nap. <laughs> I could just... I could just twenty five minute nap here. I could just do that. You just described my Sunday. Thank you. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. There's the We Were Gamers moment right there. It's the uh the twenty five minute nap wherein you wake yourself up from snoring and then go, Ow, my neck. <laughs> I slept mm. wrong for twenty five minutes and now my neck hurts. <laughs> That's all it takes. Ah. Uh, well, I I think we're going to have to get into it quick here because I personally, I had quite the uh, gaming week. So let's okay. just get going. Sound good? I refuse. Good. We must halt this train here and go no farther. Well, then, we, then I guess <laughs> you, that... <laughs> you shall not cast. We'll just... <laughs> Anyway, Michael, Michael just uh, took over permanent host duties with that murder. <laughs> That's man. Hold on, I got to write down the show title. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> getting the title out of the way in the first ten seconds. Gosh, yep, what a yep. hero! Uh, you shall not, whoever did it, design a stand for the PlayStation Five ever again. JJ. JJ, with your extensive uh, research into previous issues that I had with the PS5, a la the SSD and not being surprised, uh, you may not be surprised to hear the stand for the PlayStation 5 sucks. Based on how that console looks, okay, I don't understand how you can make a stand for it. Much less a stand that is supposed to work to hold it both directions. Yeah, I mean, I guess if it stands vertically, I guess you could build some kind of thing where the, like, weird fins slot in and okay, yeah. whatever, sure. But, like, if you want to lay it down horizontally, I feel like you're right out of options. I There's guess nothing. I should have pre-linked uh, five stock stand. Let's find a photo of this to link to you guys so you can be as shocked as me. I I doubt that's possible. Oh. You I feel like you wouldn't be shocked by this. But look how dumb that console looks. There's like all these weird. It, you know what that console looks like? It looks like they designed a black console and then put a white trench coat around it. Having uh, oh man, uh, having now been inside of that console, I know why it's shaped the way that it is. Uh, and it's very strange reasoning, but I I I get it. But it doesn't mean that it's a good idea. I can't find an actual picture of the PlayStation 5 stand because if you type PlayStation 5 stand, what most people did was uh, buy a new stand 
for their PlayStation <laughs> 5. Because the stock That's already a terrible. good, well, not a good sign. It's a bad sign. This is the stand for the PlayStation thing. 5. It is a puck. No, no Andy, that's a, that is a car mount for my cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that why? <laughs> Sony you makes those too. Right, that's though, a good actually. point. Yeah, that is what that looks yeah, like. Yeah, that's it the one that fits. Like the Uber driver has in uh-huh. the yeah. center of the car. It, it fits into your fins of your air conditioner. Uh, no, that um, that's supposed to stand that the PlayStation Five up vertically and horizontally. The PlayStation Five, the size of a small computer, not a small or non-heavy console, uh, is supposed to rest on that. So when you stand it up vertically, it kind of slots into the little slot you can see there, and it's okay as a vertical stand. Uh, I don't have room and no human being should have room or design a room in which you can stand that vertically. Media centers are meant to, to for it to lie flat. So uh, I tried to lie it flat. I followed all the directions. You're supposed to turn this clockwise so that little tab that is at the top turns to the right to then balance the console because it is it has that weird uh non-linear shape um on the puck in the middle of the console wherein then the sides are raised off the ground and then a slight breeze comes through and the console topples over or you have two children i mean Sony products aren't built for homes with children anyway, right? They design TVs that have like negative three inches of bezel so that if like a person lightly dusts their hand across the screen, it shatters and like they yeah. want, you know, your home has to look like a, a catalog in order for anything Sony branded to like look good in it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, look at the, uh, I mean, just look at that console, man. Why would you just like they designed why, it that way. Why so the I, white? So I don't know why the... Well, the white, whatever. I like white. Um, but the shape of it is because they have components that stick out all over the place. And instead of boxing them and cooling them, they just sort of left them on the edges so that they could cool quicker. And that way, the plates just sort of block them off. It's When you take those plates off, the console is weirdly shaped it is not a box inside of those fins you know you could fix that by like making a making slightly bigger a box. box yes and then you'd have an xbox and so they thought oh no we can't do that <sighs> so i bought um i bought some aftermarket stand for it i guess i could show you a picture of that it grabs the fins and aligns them so that it stands evenly and is secured from both sides. It becomes yeah, quite that, uh, stable. That sure seems, sure seems like a thing you would want. Yeah. Time. It comes, becomes quite stable. And, um, and so that's, that's what I did right there. There's the picture of that. Instead, why wouldn't you just do this as Sony? I guess because it would admit that um, it was never meant to lie down. Even though it shows it in the pictures lying down and you had to make a dumb stand. Moving yeah, I mean, but also this this requires two pieces and requires them to yes. like pay extra, more money for differently sized nine things. dollars in ABS plastic. It breaks ABS the leak lines of your design. I mean, they're yeah. probably already losing money on this thing, so they're probably not too keen yeah. on losing nine more dollars in ABS <laughs> plastic. Yeah. Well, uh, as I alluded to, uh, that bottom panel came off. I took it off and uh, took JJ's advice <laughs> per per last week's revelation, and I got a one terabyte. Oh God, what's the actual brand of it? It was. Did you so, go with the Corsair? I did not go with well, the I mean, Corsair. Don't um, don't give them a shout out unless you're happy with the product. So you know. I wanted to mention. I guess it doesn't need to be a shout out, but I have implored people to, we, I have given Samsung a shout out before we talked about like how I bought three Samsung 980 pros for this computer. And I will say I did not buy a Samsung for the PlayStation five. And that was purposeful. I went on to Tom's hardware and checked through their reviews of other stuff. And if there are things that you don't need, like the Samsung software, which is one of the reasons, right, to get the Samsung and spend the extra money, um, there are cheaper 
SSDs out there nowadays that run the same controllers, the same flash ran, the same flash chips, the same everything that are just assembled by somebody else, you know? Um, so this one was designed and assembled with the PlayStation five in mind with one of the built in, um, what do you call it? Uh, 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 heat sinks there you go that absolutely fit underneath the little plate that you take off you i just i just put it pushed it into the little spot there and i turned the playstation 5 back on and it said hey there's a new ssd in here if you want to use it you got to format it if you don't turn this thing back off and take it out those are your only two options okay all right that was it and now, uh, if you go into the storage management, you can just tell it where you want stuff. So you can like move stuff around. Uh, it says that all, as long as it meets the requirements that PlayStation has, then all games should run off of it just fine. So we'll okay. see what happens. We'll see what happens. The PlayStation Five stories don't end there. Do either of you know what HDR is? Yeah, sure. Huh? Uh, so my TV has that, the expensive TV, the 4K TV. Yeah. Uh, I as, guess we should as say, would be expected for the people, right? Uh, high dynamic range is uh, basically means a lot of really bright, bright blacks and really, really black blacks and really white whites. I don't... The, uh, it is a measure of the brightness of light coming out of the TV of any color, right? Uh, the blacks ra- can be no light whatsoever, which is, you know, infinite blackness. And the whites can be really strong, piercingly bright white lights, right? But And the colors can be any amount of brightness in between. But at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Having all of this available at the same time, as opposed to a lot of uh, older TVs which have like a general level of light that is coming out of them at all times and then shaded by technology in the TV to make colors and whatnot. Yeah, so just means that the like the newer panels can display more brightness, more color, all of that at the same time um without compromising the image as much it's wider range right you know it it would allow you to put a really really dark part of the image in the middle of a really bright white image and not have those two mess with each other yeah still get that sharp contrast right uh i think tech which is difficult to do with normal tvs yeah yeah if you go on non-hdr tvs go on tech radar uh i'll shout them out they've got like a bunch of pictures of things next to each other that are hdr non-hdr and it's cheating because it's a computer screen, but it gives you an idea of what would happen. Yeah, to be like very clear, it's very difficult to see this stuff if you don't have an HDR display, and most computer monitors are not, and phones generally are not as well. So if you don't have a TV where you can like see the difference, it's hard to understand. Like, oh, like the whites are really bright. It like, trust me, it makes a significant difference in the way an image looks. So uh, it may also be difficult to see. Just in general, once you enable HDR on your television, uh, because, because without the other, without, oh without warning, uh, they might send you into a calibration screen, which literally blinds you. <laughs> I have never screamed in my life on purpose, oh God, my eyes, before this weekend. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, the very so- high levels of brightness are very bright. So I went into the settings on the PlayStation 5 to see if it was using the entirety of the HDTV 4K TV that we have and all of its coolness, like 120 hertz and all these things. Well, if you want it to use the HDMI 2.1, you have to put it into a specific port. HDMI 2.1 lets it essentially have VBR, variable bitrate, right? So that whatever the source material on the PlayStation five is, it just sort of sends it out at whatever Hertz it can that the TV I think you will mean allow VRR, it. Variable refresh rate. V 
VRR. Yes. VBR is from uh, Handbrake because I was working in Handbrake earlier today and I misspoke. Yes. VRR is the thing that the PlayStation 5 has. Correct. Thank you. It also has HDR and all the other things, but you have to um, know uh, that you're on the right setting and also then have the settings enabled. So the PlayStation was like, no, there's, there's, this is just a normal HDTV with four, like 4K pixels. And it was like, no, there's supposed to be stuff here. There's a little button you have to turn on called game mode, which tells the game console, hey, use all your cool stuff through the HDMI 2.1 cable. Mm-hmm. A, a button on the TV? On the TV, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So once you push that button on the TV, the PlayStation 5 auto detects a new display and throws you into a calibration screen. And the first calibration screen is literally white. Just white, as bright as it can possibly be, the surface of the sun in your eyes immediately. <laughs> So after you get past the after image that you can no longer see, you have to read the black text that says, make the little white star almost visible and even brighter as the brightness of the screen goes up. And then the next screen is pitch black. (laughs) The after image (laughs) problems continue. Oh, man. Setting up modern consoles is quite an entertainment. I gotta say. Uh, yeah, this is... Uh, I mean, it makes sense that you shifts the... Like, it makes sense to me why the PlayStation would detect it as a new screen. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's, like, data being exchanged now between the PlayStation and the TV, and they're, like, doing some kind of handshaking and stuff, and that part makes sense. It is funny that the calibration screen they throw you into is, like, eye-searingly white first instead of doing the dark one first do the dark (laughs) first and then warn you like by the way the next screen is going to be extremely bright you might want to close your eyes first i mean like they don't like it's okay if they don't warn you but like if you do the dark one you can guess probably the next what's coming next yeah 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 but like doing the (laughs) eye searing one first is probably bad for a host of reasons yeah um look away from the screen for five minutes and let your eyes the retinal image go away (laughs) i forgot to ask you so how do you think you should ship an ssd to somebody i mean is this a trick question because i know how computer companies ship things (laughs) loose in a box (laughs) how about how about uh in just a blister you know like uh you know like a action figure blister pack you know yeah. Like, what if you just mm-hmm. stuck the SSD in that and then threw that in a bubble mailer loose? Yeah, that sounds like I something. Feel like, a, I feel like I've gotten do. RAM that way before. I definitely I'm have. pretty sure my RAM for this computer came exactly like that. Yeah. I really wish they wouldn't do that. Uh, do you want to hear about a game on the PlayStation 5? Be- I mean, you, you put all this time and effort in. Yep. Astro's Playroom. Do you know what this is? I've heard of it. They made a game to basically show off the controller, and it's really fun and cool. Uh, I didn't understand, and we'll talk about in the future, my plans for making a, a controller that is different. Um, I was looking into Scuff's PlayStation 5 controllers, and they're like, well, these this one has the adaptive triggers. I was like, whatever, that can't be that important. Man, those adaptive triggers are cool. So, Enjoy the singular game that uses them to useful effect. I oh, think. is it is it really that way? That's too bad. Oh man, I, there are some other games I think that use them. Like I think Returnal has uh, triggers that it uses like two modes, but it's only two modes, right? It's not infinite adaptation. Oh, that new controller is pretty cool. So it has some of the stuff from the old controller, like the microphone and the speaker. Uh, but the Dual Sense Five, I guess it is, or whatever they call it, the one that comes with the PlayStation Five, it the center, the giant center button is now like a touchpad, like you can like draw on it or whatever. It was one uh, of those for the PS4. Also, oh, I didn't. Okay, no one ever used no, it for any. Another thing that no one ever used, yeah. right? Exactly. Uh, it has tilt controls, like I think the PlayStation Four one did, and then these adaptive triggers, which basically create tension based on whatever the game says it should be like, Michael. So, like, if you're 
in Astro's Playroom and you're trying to pull on some cords that are stuck in something, it gets harder to pull if they're stuck. Okay. Uh, so basically the right and left trigger buttons can can become quite difficult to pull if they want them to be. Which, interesting. I guess overall for certain games is kind of bad. <laughs> like, you wouldn't want that to be true with like a shooting game, but you could, I guess, make it that way. Um, it was a, it was an interesting mechanic in this Astro's Play. So the Astro's Playroom is basically a tech demo for the controller. It's like okay, to to do this thing, you have to tilt the controller left and right while pulling the adaptive trigger. For this thing, you got to pull the adaptive trigger and like press some other button. It was it was fun. It's, it's a cool. It's game. aperture desk job. Got it. Shh. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> good job. Good. Good. Good on you. All right. And I think that's all I have. Good job in that Aperture Desktop game. So <laughs> that's all I have on the PlayStation Five. 10, 10, 15 minutes of <laughs> listening to me on that. It's a it's a cool little console. I'm glad I hooked it up to the 4K TV. Uh, I've got some games on there that auto upgraded themselves. I think we talked about last time, so we'll check those out at a certain point. I enjoy Astro's Playroom enough to actually play it. It's a fun little platforming thing. It's got, like, stuff to find. The little trophies in it are all, like, old Sony things. So, like, we found a trophy hidden in a box somewhere. It was, like, a DualShock controller, you know? Like, oh, That's cool. cool. Yeah. PlayStation Eye. <laughs> if you I think that, that definitely thing. more than zero people had. <laughs> I thought... The second time I've ever seen one, I think, was in this game. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I didn't stick on the PlayStation 5 all weekend. I want to talk about Aiden Rising. Hey, you hey. finally booted it up. Uh-huh. So I sent you a video. You can't really see what happened in the video because there's really not much else to see other than my computer spinning every fan in the computer as loud as it possibly can um i booted up aiden and i was maybe so i had just gotten the stamp card and i was heading back out for the very first trip into the woods on your first like go find the cat mission yep the entire computer shut off just just like thermal throttle shut off uh and wouldn't do anything and all the fans were running full tilt couldn't couldn't get it to do anything else except shut it off by hand as a first for me i don't think it was thermal throttling but i couldn't tell because in that video um is that this one you sent us in the chat here? Or yeah, is I sent it. I sent one? it in the chat. Yeah, in that video, okay. the temperatures on the CPU and GPU did not update. They just sat at forty six degrees, which is not accurate. Huh. Right, like right now, my GPU is at fifty degrees and CPU is at fifty eight degrees or something like that. Yeah, because um, I was wondering like how those are getting fed right is there some sort of program you need to be running to update those uh yeah so i didn't realize this before this issue but uh the nzxt software needs to be running to run that if you just put a picture there i've sent you a picture before of like the that screen can have um like a a gif image running in it sure yeah that can run without the software on but if you want temps running through it, you have to run the software. Otherwise, it won't it won't update on the screen. Yeah, I ran into this same problem with the um, rain meter monitors I use on my desktop. That, yeah. Like if I don't have whatever software from my motherboard manufacturer running, the temperatures aren't supplied to the OS annoyingly. Hmm. Uh, so that was weird. It was very strange. I was trying to record with Shadowplay at the same time. But there was no temperature warning, no nothing. The fans didn't like spin up loudly before it. it just the screen just winked out and just that was it. The whole thing was done. Do you have VSync on? 
probably, I don't know. I have G-Sync on my monitors. Yeah, so I've I've noticed recently that a lot of games don't play nice with G-Sync, and if you don't turn V-Sync on, they're just pushing as many possible frames as they can. Oh. And it's like, okay, well, I can I can render 700 frames. You want 700 frames in this menu? Here you go. And meanwhile, the GPU is screaming, right? Why is that? That's weird. Because Why they're... Is, isn't G-Sync supposed to built. prevent that? If there's support for G-Sync in the game... I thought G-Sync didn't need support. That was the point. I That's not... I don't understand. I'm telling you what I see. And I've seen that with several games recently where it's like, oh, hey, uh, here's 8 million frames in this menu while you're paused. And I'm like, I would rather not have my GPU be on fire while I'm in a pause screen for no reason. <laughs> uh, let's uh, turn on V-Sync and then it caps it at 60. Also, I had another game that was that constantly wanted to be capping itself at like my monitor's refresh rate, which is way above 60. Um, but I didn't want it to do that because it was like, I, I didn't want to lower the refresh rate of the monitor because that causes a bunch of other weird issues. I just wanted the game to not bother rendering above 60 frames, and that was like annoyingly hard. To oh, I, I would love to have my monitor hit 144. I mean, I, I paid for a 144 hertz monitor. Might as well get those frames. It wasn't. It wasn't getting there, man. No. <laughs> it's like on a good day, you were getting 130 or whatever, and it's like, uh-huh. all right, can I just like get 60 then and not have it be jumping all over the place from like 130 to like 52 while it's loading? Yeah. Well, that's disappointing to hear. I would love someone that is an expert on G-Sync and V-Sync. Please, for the love of God, email and explain why it doesn't seem to work ever and what I'm doing wrong. Because I figure it's supposed to just be working in the background. That's why you buy NVIDIA stuff and monitors that work with NVIDIA stuff. I don't I don't know. I mean, it should be working if you have it turned on in the NVIDIA control panel settings, but that doesn't seem to stop some games from rendering 7 million frames and turning your GPU on fire. So, Yeah. Well, uh, I did get to play the game after that. It uh, it did run. It's run two or three more times since I've tried to, yeah, enable G-Sync. Oh, it only runs in full screen mode. doesn't run all the time. Well, that's weird. Hmm. Okay, and whatever. Probably wants exclusive full screen, not full screen borderless too. Yeah, that's yeah. probably true. So uh, I did run it a few other times and play it. Is the combat just this? I got to. I fought the tree and lost. You still just have one character. Yes. Then no is the absolutely answer. not. Yeah. Okay. I met the kangaroo and I fought the tree and I was half-heartedly paying attention because I had to go somewhere in ten minutes and I chose to lose ish to the tree because then I didn't have to do anything after. <laughs> uh it's very cute so far so far it's not so deep but i'm still in the opening what hour and a half two hours of it the stamp card thing is is fun although it's very large and at the amount of running that you have to do in between different screens oh oh bambi (laughs) yeah and, and my uh get yeah just you know what the whole game is that just expect more of that forever that's the whole game it's just run run this direction run that direction it's very linear right run right run left run right run left yep Mm -hmm. that's it right that's the game yeah some up and down but sure okay i'm not actually have like slightly bigger maps and you'll have to pick oh i need to go to like this area of this map with like the fast travel stuff but like i'm not opposed to run right run left i just this is the mechanic of the game is what I'm thinking. Anyway. Yes, you get ways to speed it up though. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, I and can like already I said, fast travel. You don't you don't get the good the combat gets better once you get the second character. It is kind of lackluster for that first little while while you just have CJ. Yes. Yeah. CJ's uh abilities are not so hot. Also those improve with upgrades. At- yeah. It's like, as I'm saying, like, you know, like everything in this game, you got to upgrade your town, you know? Yep. Okay. I'm in. I like it. It's cute. It seems like at this stage of the game, like a tech demo, 
<laughs> but I'm sure it gets better. So they start you off slow because by the end of the game, you're like quintuple jumping, air dodging, and switching between a whole bunch of different characters all at nice. the same time for juggle combos and yeah. wonderful. I'm into that. Crazy I stuff, noticed so. uh, they very, make it very clear that I should not be using a keyboard. Dude, you need to play it on a controller. The yeah. keyboard controls suck. Uh, yeah, you'll just have a better time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, however, keyboards and controllers, uh, we're going to be left deciding how are you going to play that uh, Spider-Man game? Somebody want to take this one? On a controller since they designed it for that? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Easy answer. What is even the question here? <laughs> next segment do you think they'll even buy they have to put in controls for a yeah, keyboard they, right they will nixies was the company working on it and they've done very quality pc ports of console games in the past so i expect there will be some sort of keyboard and mouse control and it will be perfectly fine let's will uh, it be let's better clarify. than the console like what are we talking about probably not what what you got we got to clarify what, what the heck we're talking about here Oh, uh, Sony is talking about, uh, or Sony made a bunch of announcements last week, and one of them was that Spider-Man Remastered is coming to PC. Which is Spider-Man from the PlayStation 4. Yes, the Miles Morales one. No, the yes. regular and, I mean, Or both. No, both. Both. So th- okay. this game is the, is the regular one, Remastered, which I assume means it's like, hey, they got the PS5 features too. And then, because they talk about ray tracing and stuff in that. Um, oh, yeah. And then they are also at some point releasing Miles Morales. Uh, yeah, TBD. T- soon it, TM. The, the soon TM they said was fall this year. Oh, well, that's quick. So, okay. I mean, this says, what's the release date on this? August or September or something? They gave an actual day for this one. I think it's August. Okay. And they said fall for Miles Morales. My guess is the only reason they're not saying a specific date for that one because they're going to make you buy it again. <laughs> Instead of giving you both for one price like they did to the console players. Uh, they didn't They they didn't do that. Oh, for the they didn't do that? Oh, okay. I thought uh, there's, that was like... So there's three... I thought that was the PS5 thing. So that's ki- kind of... Uh, there were three ways that this happened, right? So if you bought the PlayStation 4 version of Spider-Man, uh, you could then later upgrade it to include a PS5 version of Miles. Miles Morales came out as both. Spider-Man only came out PS4. And I think it is still only PS4. There's no PS5 upgrade for the original Spider-Man. I'm um, pretty sure that's wrong based on this, but I don't know. I have a PlayStation 5 and I didn't find an upgrade for it. Okay. I... Like I said, I'm dumb and don't know. So, moving on. Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty certain the original Spider-Man only is PS4. And the PS5, PS4 split happened on Miles Morales. And uh, you could get Spider-Man, the PS4 game, the original Peter Parker one, with the PS5 miles morales upgrade does that make any sense at all okay so the, there is a ps5 uh-huh. version of it but you have to buy the miles morales thing to get it i'm pretty sure that's how it worked Be, but Got i it. have i have a ps4 disc of spider-man and i put that thing in there and usually it's like hey do you want to purchase the ps5 upgrade for this for ten dollars and okay. I just uh, I just and googled that was this. not an option. I just googled this. You're right. There is no option to upgrade from regular PS4 Spider-Man to PS5 Spider-Man. You have Correct. to buy Miles Morales on you the PS5. You have to buy and PS5 Miles Morales, and then you can get and then the, you get the PS5 you, regular. Yes, Spider-Man. yeah. There's the PS5 Ultimate Edition, I think, or whatever it was, and then you yes. get PS5 Spider-Man. It is not sold there. separately. That makes so much sense, you see, guys. Very see, sensible. See, so J- JJ trying to tell me it doesn't make sense. You're right, dude. I was trying to explain it. <laughs> I I love to find out that I am both right and very wrong. <laughs> I what a b- completely nonsensical 
decision. I, yeah. It's just like, yeah. okay. How much is that whatever. Ultimate Edition? I don't know. Let me open up PlayStation Network and see. Uh, I mean, considering they're charging seven dollars for console seven, games on this thing, thing well, so hold on, Miles Morales is not the thing about Miles Morales was that it was not seventy dollars, and the upgrade for it was not expensive either. But if you want the original Spider-Man game, uh, it is seventy dollars. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a hard no for me, dog. Uh-huh. Well, you get two games. I mean, two games. To an, You're paying one, for the whole game one, and then a second portion of a whole game and an upgrade fee for that game. Yeah. Yeah, that's a no. It's not great. So uh, how much do you want to bet they're going to charge $70 for Spider-Man Remastered on the PC? And then first off, $70 for a game on the PC where games typically are not $70. And then charge $70 more for Miles Morales. I don't know. Uh, would Epic allow that? Because <laughs> uh, it's Epic exclusive, right? No, they have Steam store pages already. Oh, wow. Okay. Then my guess is uh no. I'm guessing $60 and $50. Man, even charging $50 feels so bad. $50 for Miles Morales? I mean, that's what it is yeah. on the console. I I know, but that just feels bad, man. These games are several years these games are several years old. Like you shouldn't be charging full price for that in my opinion at that point. Yeah, but, but you I mean, the I guess privilege they did it. of playing it on your good hardware. I guess they did it for God of War and Horizon, so I shouldn't be that surprised. No, you should not be. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, look, I think got good reviews. Right, these games are going to sell a billion copies. Right, it yep. doesn't matter. Yeah, they could put these out for like almost any price, and it's going to sell yep. a billion copies. Sony making that comment several months, was it a month ago or something about like, oh, we expect to do this many hundred million dollars in sales on the PC this year. People were like, bro, with what games? <laughs> uh, it's like, oh, you released that Uncharted collection, guys. It's like, that's not going to sell enough copies to do several hundred million. But then they're like, yo, we got the Spider-Man. Yeah, that's going to do that's gonna, <laughs> that's gonna do several hundred million. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, Pricing aside, this is a good thing. I'm like super excited that they're bringing it out. I've been wanting to play this game. I'm happy that it's coming to PC. I'm just annoyed that they're probably going to charge $70 for it. At least you can get it on the Steam store. Yeah. Look, you know, you can play it on your Steam Deck. If it's Steam Deckable, we don't know yet, right? Steam Deckable. I like that. there's 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 like a thing. It's a Steam Deck verified or whatever they have like a little check yeah it's called deck verified i think there we go let's see if i've got an update on my steam deck order uh nope still july to september still this gabe is, newell so. says not today oh well <laughs> i'm a little concerned now that uh i've seen the size of the, of the playstation memory problems and taking a look at my current computer's storage there's only 512 gigabytes of RAM uh, or of uh, NVMe on this thing. Andrew, I'm sure. How many games do you keep installed all the time? It's fine. Said, Just Call, don't. Call of Duty is the problem. You said don't play Call mm-hmm. of Duty on your Steam Deck, and there's no problems. You could fit yeah. eight million copies of Vampire Survivors. You could fit how big like is Vampire Survivors. They can't even be that big. Yeah, you could probably fit. You can probably fit like Vampire Survivors is 200 megabytes, man. So you fit a lot of vampire survivors on there. You could fit like four or loop hero. Yeah, you could fit like ten Elden Rings. I think you're fine. Yeah, it's not I ten. It's right. probably like it's probably like, like five six Elden, Elden Rings. rings. Yeah. yeah, that's enough. That's enough of Elden Rings. So you'll be good. Just don't put COD on there, and you'll be fine. It's the real question. Use, is, use big PC for Call of Duty and use the Steam Deck for non Call of Duty. I really feel like the Steam Deck is going to have a type of game that belongs on there. And uh, it's not going to be a storage issue, but I'm pretty sure I'm making a big deal on nothing. I bet you there's an SD card slot that is inside of that thing that I've forgotten about at this point. Or also, like, you know, again, the type of game that should go on there is Vampire Survivors. I'm just I'm just going to keep saying Vampire Survivors. <laughs> I don't know. I like playing Vampire Survivors on my keyboard. Uh, okay. I, I might be crazy, but I, I really like WASD. Thing, What's that? Analog stick feels pretty good with that thing, man. You know what uh, really needs not 
I don't know how to say this. Arcade games need arcade controllers. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. I uh in I think I talked last week about updating my Vita because I'm worried the store was going to actually go away permanently and the whole process of like adding to my wallet and all that. One of the games mm-hmm. I already had on the Vita that I were forgotten about that I was like I'm going to do it. I'm going to finally play through this. Uh I have the Metal Slug anthology on my Vita. Taking it back. Yeah, it's it's a real real throwback. I don't think it even has all the Metal Slug games anymore. They probably have released something since that thing became slightly defunct. Uh yes, it does take micro SD cards, just to answer that question. Uh the mm-hmm. Steam Deck, that is. Um Metal Slug needs an arcade controller. Holy crap. I don't know if you guys remember that game. It's weird going back and playing arcade games from your youth. Like Metal Slug 1 was the thing that was at our pizza joint after baseball games, you know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I quarter dumped on that thing a lot. And then you play it on your, your little handheld or whatever, and you die, and you're like, oh, I never noticed as a kid that they drop a power up when you die so that you're like, oh, but if I just put a quarter in, then I have the heavy machine gun and I can beat this boss. They know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I had to dumb it down to easy mode and put it on continuous play because it is so <laughs> hard to avoid stuff with the little tiny Vita analog stick or the D-pad. It just becomes about, like, slogging through the end of that game when there's just too much on the screen for you to see or avoid because it's meant to be on a gigantic CRT in front of you with <laughs> with mm-hmm. a stick, you know? Still, I beat Metal Slug 1 for the, probably the first time that I can actually remember. I don't know. So there you go. Don't get the Metal Slug anthology for your Vita. That's We Were Gamers review. Get 2012, for, thanks to you. <laughs> get it for uh, your PC where you can plug in a fight stick or whatever. Uh, instead of me talking about Metal Slug uh, for the rest of this time, we should probably talk about something else we've all done and seen. Uh, spoiler warning for Obi-Wan Episode 3. Does it? So let me ask, to just to start off, does it bother you guys that the episodes aren't titled? No. Yeah, I don't care. Okay, I was curious. I think I enjoy when episodes have little titles and it's like a fun little like reference to something or whatever, but I don't need it. It is following the same tradition of all the other shows so far. Uh, chapter 1, Chapter 2, etc. in the Book of Boba Fett and The Mandalorian. Well, so I chalked, I chalked those up to being called chapters because The Book of... The Book of the Mandalorian. Got him. Bang. Touche. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care what episode titles are called, and oftentimes people are too cheeky for their own good. Yeah. Okay. Like you said, I take him or leave him. It's not, not doing anything for me. Anyway, think- episode three. Yeah, no, I just, uh, do you feel strongly about episode titles? I just No, no, I don't. It just, uh, it jumped out to me because usually they don't, you know, they don't miss the opportunity to, to be cheeky with episode titles. Yeah. Well, so I think uh, wasn't much cheekiness I'm, going on in this one, except for one no. particular scene I can think of actually. Okay. Uh, are, we, are we talking about spoilers? Because spoilers. Yeah, you said spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Up top, yeah. All right. the The scene with the uh, stormtroopers was a little cheeky when they have to shut off the little laser grid, and you look at the wide shot, and you're like, "Just walk around it." Oh, I was yelling that at the TV at the time. I'm like, "This is so dumb. Just go around." I was I was laughing at the uh, the part before that where they the stormtroopers caught a ride with them, and they said. Uh, the they were asking about the Jedi and they said, Don't worry, we'll get him. We always do. Oh yeah. 
Oh. Or like, it's going to be a long ride. Don't worry. You have time to tell your story. And then they're there like 10 seconds later. Yeah. <laughs> well, all scenes can't be winners. I do like that they try to continuously use stormtroopers now as comedic relief. It's the smart thing to do with those characters since they were unintentionally that before anyway. Yeah. Uh, I love that Obi-Wan is now a crack shot. But in episode two, he couldn't <laughs> hit the broadside of a barn. You know, he's uh getting his feet back under him, you know. Uh, to, be the f- dust off. to be fair, they were much closer, right? And uh, a laser gun shouldn't miss that much. So Stormtroopers are easier to hit because they're white and they stand out. You know, the like black cloaked Jedis or whatever. It's dark. Hard to yeah. hit. Well, Obi-Wan <laughs> had camouflage on. He had brown cloak on. Oh boy. Um I don't know. We can just talk I'm, in like, general. I was kind of I was kind of meh about the the first two episodes. It's like I didn't really know where the show was going, but I think sure. I like it more now. I'm like more interested in the travels of Obi-Wan and Child Leia getting into hijinks. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I feel like this is a show where I don't think it's bad by any means, but I'm waiting to see what needed, what, what, why did it come into existence? What is the plot point here that was like, we need to add this to the Star Wars universe? And I don't mean that in a negative way, but I'm still kind of waiting to see, like, is there a a moment here that's like going to change anything? Is it just sort of, filler what what is the design of this long term you know there's three more episodes left and at the end of that is anything changed is anything new is anything i don't know i mean there's definitely some some side stuff that we you know never knew about obi-wan before so now that's like when vader says i haven't felt that presence since whatever uh we don't make the assumption it was since i was nuked on a lava planet now it's like since I chased Obi-Wan across the galaxy five years ago. So that's like the other thing that I like sort of my issue with the whole thing is like, you know, you don't have to tell every story, you know, like, did we need this, this story here? Like, well, that's what I did. Star Wars told you that, you know, Oh, Obi-Wan did his penance on Tatooine for these screw ups in the prequels. And that was him, you know, becoming Alec Guinness, right? That's the story. Do we need this filler chapter here in the middle? Obviously, we do because Disney wants money. But, like, you know, did there's, we, the audience, need this? Maybe no. There's a story happening of of transforming Obi-Wan, right? Uh, he's trying to get in touch with his old master. He's trying to learn how to be... You know, He keeps talking to his master. He clearly hasn't done any training to try and get a hold of Qui-Gon, right? Uh <laughs> He obviously has to become a better Jedi if he's going to become Force Ghost Man later on. Uh, it just there is a section of Obi Wan that can be told. You're maybe right. Should it be? I don't know. That's what I'm kind of waiting to see a little bit. I don't think any of it's bad. I think the actresses and actors are all doing a good job. It's fun to watch. Mostly, uh, some of it's pretty silly. Not yeah. in a bad way. I think, I think some like, of it's honestly, meant to be silly. Oh, definitely. And like, I think if Ewan McGregor wasn't, you know, trying to act his heart out for some of these scenes, like this show might be bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, or similarly, if they had gotten a worse actor for Child Leia. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's very good. I like her. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. She's got very good. sass for days. In the Perfectly in the way that like little kids sometimes have sass for like adults being mopey you know yeah 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 she's a very good counterbalance to mopey obi mopey 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 one mopey one <laughs> oh no we can't have two titles <laughs> oh no well gotta fit that one in there somewhere <laughs> no you don't it's fine the, uh, so good uh yeah i look yeah. at that I'm like I said, I was like kind of whatever on the show before and I'm kind of more on after this one, but also like didn't don't know that I need this story at all. Maybe 
I don't, yeah, I don't think that I don't need it, but I also don't know what we're getting out of it. And that might be the last three episodes here, right? There's, there's the big question of, are they tying something in to the Star Wars universe? Is that why this exists? Are we just getting backstory for Vader and Obi-Wan that don't have that much in between the prequels and the sequels? Like, not the pre, not the sequels, but you know, the, the main, shows i don't know i don't know what the is this like is this like a setup for some future inquisition shows that are going to come up in the future and this is like setting up characters for that more yeah, than it's it is like Obi-Wan. intro to reva the reva show maybe i don't know oh man speaking of the reva show and and Leia. Oh man, the internet sucks, you guys. I don't I wish we could just mail this podcast to people, you know? I have to ask who Reva is because now I feel like I'm about uh, to miss something. Third yeah, sister. Third sister. Okay, got it. Third sister is Reva. One of those things where like characters all every character in every shot in Star Wars has a name and I don't know who any of them are. Uh not all. I mean they like, never they never say their names. Fifth brother doesn't have a name, just fifth brother. Uh I don't know who that other Inquisitor is. I don't think they've ever said her name. 100% chance there's a name for her in the lore somewhere. Oh, sure right? there is. Yeah, but they've, Third Sister's been called Reva, or was called Reva by the Inquisitor before he croaked. Got it. Uh, It's clear there's some backstory to her. But man, uh... The internet is sucks. I'll just say like if you if you like something or you don't like something, I don't even want people to go look this up, but there's some pretty horrendous racism out there in the world, and also people that just don't understand stuff like okay, so when uh when obi wan says that he wishes that he could say that he was Leia's dad, like how did you take that? What do you think he meant by that? Uh, for me, that he regrets his role in what actually happened to her real dad. Mm-hmm. Like, I assume that he was like, wished he could lie better so that they could blend in. Oh, interesting. That's a different take. Uh, I didn't get that one. It was kind I'm of like not exactly I'm, remembering when he said that. As part oh, of the they were in the transport and Leia, Leia starts to understand that he's lying to her about her family and that he Got knows okay. he knows more about her than just being Bail Organa's friend. Yeah, she intuits that he knew her real mother. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I I think my thing still stands or my thought still stands. So she intuits that he, he knows his mom, so she's like, "Oh, you must be my dad." And he's he's like, "No, I wish I could tell you that I was." And I th- I thought that meant a lot of like you deserve to have had a family and a dad, especially with the mom that you had that was clearly referenced in the previous episode, right? Like, yeah. Or, yeah. Or like him saying, like, I wish I could tell you good things about your father because yeah. I only or have like bad I, things yeah. to say. Yeah. Or like, very Hey, I killed him. So, like, so uh, people who want to be mad on the internet, uh, because they have names like, I hate everything except Lucas star Wars. Uh, then go on and make takes like, well, look, clearly Obi-Wan w- wanted to like have a family with Padme. I was like, this is, this is that just what? a, no one nope. would think nope. this. No, you're just, you're just saying it to make troll, troll. You're just trolling. Like, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. it has to be I don't troll. think there's any and, like, implication in the show that that's what's going on. That's not... Uh, there's no... It's not a reasonable properties. Right, exactly. And so you look at the name of these people and it's like, I hate Disney Star Wars at Born 2019 or whatever, you know? And you're like, well, that's a great good faith title to your page. Um, let me really think about your point that you're... No. It gets worse from there, you know? The internet's full of, let's say, racists. I mean, I think and, you don't have to say the internet. I think just the world. And, uh, the and United worse. States, anyway. Yeah. The world. Yeah, and it's uh, weird to, like, be watching a show that... I think all three of us are kind of maybe a little bit like, what is what is? The, 
I'm just like a little bit at a loss for what the point is. I'm enjoying it and not being like, I just wait and see kind of thing. And like people have violent opinions about, about it. It's like, how are you getting this from this very basic shows? Cool. That Vader got revealed in the most recent episode. Uh, was but it talking with surprise. my surprise. I was talking with my parents about this because um, they were also watching the Obi-Wan show. They've been liking it so far, but they were talking like, oh, it was so cool when they had Vader come on and like, you know, they knew what to do because you don't even see anything and you just hear the like breathing sound, the, the, the Darth Vader breathing sound, you know, the one. And it's like, oh, they know, like they know yeah. what you want. And uh-huh. so they're giving it to you, you know, and it's like, my dad was like, oh, it was so cool to see that. And like, He's not reading the internet. He doesn't know what people think. Yeah, He's I just think, like, oh, it was cool to see that. I think Some that people just I wouldn't, want to see the cool thing. I, that's the thing. I wasn't even trying to seek it out. Like, I don't want to read commentary about stuff pretty much at all anymore. Because uh, hardly any of it is good faith. We try to be good faith here. Um, It's a bummer. It's a Anyway, whatever. Obi-Wan's 3 was good. Vader was cool. He clearly is still traumatized by fire 10 years later. That was that was good writing. Yep. I thought. Yep. I I like that, I, I like that whole scene, the chase through the through the quarry. I want to know uh how he kept getting ahead of Obi-Wan. Uh but it kind of doesn't matter. I did actually I did actually wonder that also. Um but like also whatever and all i did also wonder then at the end after the fire and like obi-rod was away why doesn't vader just go like yoink come over here that's that's what i I thought about that for a little while and uh the reflection of fire in the mask tells is supposed to be symbolizing internal struggle there's vader's having a tough time with this one because of the the goodness that he got him, his what you're saying. so he got his anger out on obi-wan initially there where he dragged him into the the first flames the, right yeah all those shards and whatever yeah and then the second time it happens there's a a clear larger explosion and fire and that to me was supposed to symbolize that he is you know still struggling with the past right He's not able to focus enough to grab Obi-Wan through the fire and okay. pull him back. I, okay. I, 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 I that's how it. I read I, it. I, I also struggled with that question. I like your yeah. answer, and it feels good and reasonable to me to think that, as opposed to me going, spending no time thinking about the scene whatsoever, just going, why let's, didn't he do that? That's weird. Oh, well, and then moving on. Let's say in a show that uh, is using liberal uh amounts of flashbackery that they could have thrown in some audio there to give you a cue if that's what they intended yeah, yeah sure they're definitely uh cutting as many hayden christensen scenes as they can out of those early movies so i guess yeah. maybe there just wasn't a good one for what he was feeling there potentially maybe maybe i don't know oh uh, speaking of bad faith internet problems uh michael i don't know anything about this but it sounded like you wanted to talk about it. Why do we have to talk about, uh, what's his name? The Joker. Oh, uh, Morbius. Yeah. I, (laughs) you brought it up, buddy. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) This is, uh, this is my, my bed that I have made. Um, I was just amused reading this story because, the the it seems like such a studio move to be for the the people who created morbius to decide that the reason that it didn't do well was because of when it came out and not the quality of the movie that they had put out so if they just re-release it then obviously they're going to recoup their costs and it couldn't possibly flop a second time, right? Well, people want to go see it now to see him say it's morbing time or whatever, right? Did he, That's did he the... say that in the movie? No. Oh, my God. It's a stupid meme. Andrew, where have you been, man? <laughs> I people look, are, like, dude, yelling about how he loves to say it's morbing time. And, I, like, I'm going to morb and a bunch of other stupid I, stuff. I am very honest here that I am sincerely trying to avoid media 
interaction with the internet because it just breeds stuff that I don't need in my brain. So I have now let you enjoy some of this that you haven't. And now right. you know the phrase, it's morbing time. Is that a, is that a meme thing? It's definitely a meme, and it's absolutely not in the movie. So yes. the Morbius movie was panned uh, widely. Re- yes, reasonably, yes. Okay. Apparently, it, by all accounts, is terrible. Uh, and so people were memeing it? Yes. And then they and thought then, they could just re-release it? People liked the memes, therefore they must go see the movie again, right, guys? I don't think that's so, what the memes were about, you guys. I think you missed the boat there. What is a flop? How much money did they make? I guess not nothing, but like they re-released it on like a thousand screens and like did very, very poorly again. <laughs> uh, 300K. They made $300,000? On, on, on the re-release weekend. They re-released a movie. They put a movie back out into the world. Yep, and made three hundred k. Probably cost them almost that much to like digitally distribute the cuts. I'm of the sure, film. they lost money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no way, Jared Leto. Come on, didn't they already greenlight a sequel to this movie? Is Morbius? Morbius is true. not Disney, right? No, no. It's a, I think it's Sony, right? Yes. It's got to be Morbius sequel. I no. can't see how they could possibly justify after the the what this movie did a sequel to this movie. I'll see be. how it could be possible. All I could think about when reading about the this decisions of the studio was the uh, Simpsons principal Skinner meme. No, it's the children who are wrong. <laughs> Dude, it, it's definitely some studio executive being like. <laughs> Was this movie terrible? No. No, it's definitely the children who are wrong. <laughs> Re-releasing it. <laughs> yes. They averaged $290 in ticket sales per theater. That's like three That's... people a day. <laughs> <laughs> Over the course of a weekend, yeah. Wow. Because if you imagine what, a ticket is $15 now? Yeah, less in other parts of the country, but yeah. Okay. Around here it is for sure. Well, let's say let's say a ticket is ten dollars, which I don't believe. So that's thirty people over a weekend. That's ten people a day. Yeah, that's yeah. There's probably almost ten screenings. So yeah, that's a low number. Ooh boy. Ooh boy. Well, uh, you know, I don't want to dunk on things, and I'm sure someone at some level thought this movie was good and tried to make it good. I haven't seen like, it, so. And neither have I, uh, to be fair. But movies don't get so resoundingly dunked on like this unless they're, they're truly good. awful. Yeah. yeah. Or, or like even if, even movies that are like cult classics that become, that were not popular and did bad at the box office at the time and like in 10 years become a classic, right? Office sure. space. You know, those kinds of movies that did horrible at the time and then turned into, you know, evergreen movies that tons of people love. They don't, doesn't go like this for those kind of movies. No. Uh, would you like to guess the Rotten Tomatoes on this movie? Oh, it was Without bad. Looking. It was like, it was don't like look. 18. Oh, yeah. So, see, I, I'm not, I'm not looking. Yeah, it's got to be in the 10s. Okay, so that's the, uh, the critic score is 17%. What do you think the audience score for this movie is? Higher somehow? <laughs> Say 30 or 40? Keep guessing. Higher? Yep. S- 65. <laughs> 71%. Wow. That's that got to be another be joke, a bunch right? Of trolls. That That's got to be, be a bunch of trolls joke. Posting five stars in morbing time or something. It has yeah. to be. You can scroll down and look at the reviews. That's five thousand verified anyone. ratings. That's not worth anyone's time. Don't do that. <laughs> I think it. Oh, it's definitely getting review bombed. All these were within the last week. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Andrew, don't try to trouble yourself. 
Um, it's not worth it. This, it's not you worth brought it. this not into this my movie. life now is what I'm saying. This is why I avoid the internet. Oh, boy. Uh, if you saw Morbius, who should you email? Sony uh, and ask for your money back. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. Michael's on fire. Jared Leto, please. Why did you do this to me? Uh, uh, I have if you stopped wanna... asking that question. Uh, Several movies of Fight his ago. Club, yeah. Fight Club ago. Hmm. Was he in Fight Club? Dude, yeah. Who's he in Fight Club? He's the blonde kid in Fight Club. He is? I uh, will find you a picture while you tell people to email. Okay. Man, I haven't seen Fight Club in a long time. Uh, so if people want to send us email, you can send that to podcast at webergamers.com. Uh, we love to hear from you and would happily read your emails uh, some point in the show. We're also on the internet. Uh, you can find our social media at We Were Gamers, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and follow this podcast on Apple and Google and Spotify and Stitcher and like every cool place. Give us high ratings on all those places. And uh, on YouTube, you search for We Were Gamers and all one word and subscribe on there and that really helps us out. There you go. photos in the chat oh no now i'm worried no he's he's relatively normal in this one okay i had no recollection of this person ever being in in fight club and also that it's jared leto yep there you go he gets beaten up quite badly right that's uh yeah he's the one that gets almost beaten to death yeah got it Maybe he lost something at that point. It's possible. All joking aside, I uh, man, that guy. I'm not. I'm not found a movie of his that I've liked in a while, and he's in that Blade Runner movie that I really like, and all his scenes are just. Mm, I wish it was someone else. He's in Blade Runner twenty forty nine also. <laughs> man i just can't okay i'm just Here missing the man in everything well uh you're getting a photo of this one as well because it's a pretty good costume you miss the uh, kimono blind jared leto oh yeah okay i do remember this i just completely forgotten about it yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a really long time also. To be That's fair to him, to be fair to him, the lines are not very good for that character either. So I don't yeah. know what he, what he was going to do, but uh I think the, I was so thrown by the uh appearance of the android before this that I was like, "Oh, like what? Ah, she's in this movie as the, as her?" Yeah. Strange. Yep. Well, there you have it. It's uh, it's Aiden time. We got to get out of here so I can play Aiden. I thought you were about to say it's morbing time. That was the perfect segue, <laughs> but no. I don't know the meme. I can't make the joke. Just say it's morbing time. That's the joke. Is There's that no the joke. joke? It's not good. Oh. Anyway. I can leave right. that one for the internet. <laughs> yeah. Okay.